0: This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Ho, ho,
1: ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You
0: jolly Coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha, deep below the metro area. It is cover to cover for Saturday, November fifteenth. I am your head number one. I am solo at the moment, so I'm going to ask you kids to be nice to me. All right. Normally, I have Joe, and we can—he's uh, a bit of a pin cushion on the show. I can tease him, and we can bounce insults off of him and stuff. But it's just me, I'm a fragile flower. So be nice, you jerks. All right. He's going to be here in a little bit. Joe would normally say that here's how the show works. Saturday mornings at 1030 Central, Matt and I, it's sad, this is sad, right? Matt and I go live on our Discord to rap about this week's new comics, nerd news, movies, a pretty big one came out yesterday, I don't know if you guys heard about that, and TV, where we also like to discuss the question of the week live with our listeners. It's a live show, we need you to talk with us live jump into our zoom you can find the link it is pinned on the cover to cover channel in our discord i also spam it in the chat on our cover to cover live discord room if you can't be here live that's fine feel free to leave us a message at the thn hotline 402-819-4894 or send an mp3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com before we open these phone lines joey would normally tell you the question of the week i am going to do that so bear with us here i know this sucks it's no fun right Later on, we've got a bonus nerd at the movie segment where Joe and I are going to talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, completely spoiler-free. So I promise you'll be safe. And after that, we kind of go into um, the future of what could happen to mutants in the Marvel U. But like I said, spoiler-free, so no worries. Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman on Batman the Animated Series. We were just watching clips of it in our cartoon theater uh, morning warm-up to the show, if you will. I watched Mask of the Phantasm last night. God damn, that movie still holds up. It is so good. I would love to hear about your favorite Batman the Animated Series moments. And also, we have a question of the week. This week's question is courtesy of Joe Reynolds. He says, During the Agent Venom comic, Jack O'Lantern was transformed from a boring knockoff goblin into a menacing and dangerous arch enemy for Agent Venom. He was truly dangerous. Sadly, he fell out of use after the Agent Venom run and was killed off. The same run also had a great update to The Fly and The Crime Master. I really love these small characters, and I love when they have the, their potential realized. What is your favorite character reinvention of a minor or unpopular character? This is a fun one. Super excited about it. We're going to get into it right now. We're going to get into it. My buddy, you Got to Catch. J.D., how are you, my friend?
1: Good, good,
2: good.
0: Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. What are we rapping about? Uh, well, it, it's, I feel like it's been a minute, so we got some catching up. It has you. been a minute. Um, I don't know where you've been. I mean, you got a life. I get it. Stuff happens. <laughs>
2: know. It was my wedding anniversary last weekend. Oh, so please. I
0: mean, Everybody has wedding anniversaries. Come on. <laughs> we do a staycation <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's fun. Congratulations. Of course. I'm Thank here. you. Um.
2: So so for last week, answer of the week, um, I did have an answer for last week. Okay. Uh, so the and it's an unpopular one and I know that no one mentioned it in the show but
0: I, I love unpopular answers. <laughs> They're my favorite.
2: So for me the artist that I used to love that I just can't truck with anymore is Chris Bacallo.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah.
2: And I loved I loved him like back in the day with Gen X and yeah. like the last thing I remember him doing that I really liked was uh the Jason Aaron uh Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, that was really good. He just did and, that but, nonstop Spider-Man, and I was super excited for yeah, it because no. I um, like but, both those creators. And it – I mean like it's good. You can see him there. It's there. Yeah. He's still there. He's still got yeah, it. Yeah, he's still there, but I think he's just like
2: gone over like yeah. the word. Like the Kelly Thompson Deadpool run, like I dropped off it because there were literally panels and that were that was just texture. Mm-hmm. There was just like no, no – it's like you couldn't tell what what way was up. Yeah, it's just like pebbles. It, he's always been
0: spastic with his POV. He's always been crazy, and you've been like, oh, yeah. but you could look at it and be like, oh, that's wild. Oh, that's neat. And now there are literally panels in that Spider Man book where I looked at, and I just went, I can't tell what I'm looking at.
2: I don't know, no, and and for me, you know, because i have always been a writer guy first, or story guy first. If your st- if your art is looks good but not telling the story, you're not doing the job. You yes. do not understand the assignment.
0: Yes, that is. So, I mean, that is. Comics 101. Yeah. And so... Just recently, uh, Cartoon is Kayfabe on uh, YouTube, Jim Rugg and Ed Piscor. They did one Mm -hmm. on uh, Keown, Dale uh, Dale Keown. Oh, yeah. Not bagging on like... They were just revisiting you know, Pitt and Hulk and all that stuff yeah. that he did. And they both had these memories of him just being this rad artist. And I did too. Like I think mm-hmm. back and I'm like, well, Pitt was a terrible comic, mm-hmm. but it looked really it good. It
2: looked cool. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: And like the Hulk, his Hulk looked fantastic. Right. And then they started digging into it and looking at it and going, this is really bad. Like this yeah. is terrible. Like there's pictures that are really good. One big flash panel, you know, Wait, the Hulk. who did the max? That was Sam Keith. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was Sam Keith. But like Keown, he's terrible. He can draw yeah. a picture, and he can draw a very cool picture. But anything sequential that's happening, POV is off. I, anatomy gets weird. He gets really lazy. It's like he's not interested in drawing the small parts.
2: Now I'm gonna say, you know, comparing him to Chris Bacallo, I, I don't think that's fair because no, I remember Chris Piccolo could tell story. Chris can. That's just it. it yeah. You know, and like, I think like, he's like that first Doctor Strange issue was amazing. Yes. You know, and the and and Gen X. I mean, uh, he's oh yeah, synonymous with Gen X. There right. are literally characters in Gen X that they stopped writing because yeah, he that no one can draw them the way he can. Penance, like, for when example. It, when was the last time we saw Skin?
0: Yeah, or Empath, like that that outfit. Yeah. with the, with the yeah. gas mask and like the oh god, yeah. it was so scary. But I, I think he's just. We talked about artists evolving last week, and I think mm-hmm. he is evolving, definitely. I just don't know if we're all able to wrap our brains around his evolution (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it's getting a little wackadoo that's all i'm saying
2: speaking of artists evolving that's the the next thing i wanted to segue into um i feel like i'm on the uh the cusp of watching a, a new artist on the rise and i'm super excited for it and i wanted to ask you guys because i gifted you guys the Membership to Kelly Thompson's subset. Yes, very sweet. Thank you. Very sweet. And um, so Meredith McLaren
3: Mm -hmm.
0: for Black Cloak. She's fantastic.
2: Uh, And, you know, the only other thing she's done in comics, to my knowledge, is Kelly Thompson's first graphic novel, Heart Shaped
0: Box. Uh, I think that is correct. She's very new. She's very new. I know that. And watching her level up
2: through the creation of black cloak and the added joy of having the the process pages and the process posts in uh in the substack is super enjoyable cuz watching her do like character design and set design set design more than anything else in that comic is incredible
0: yeah she's an animator you can tell she like this is an animator at work she understands when you're drawing not just when you're animating it's very important when you're drawing a comic you have to set the scene you have to put things in the right place you have to have that depth otherwise you're not telling the story you're just drawing a picture You know,
2: and and then also just the creative things that they're doing with like the the fairy wings. Yeah. And the the one for me is the way she draws like the the eponymous black cloak, the cloak. There's like there's one scene I remember where there's this like I think it's the beginning of issue four where there's this big blown out scene in the very tiny middle. You see you see Pax walking with her cloak flowing around her. Mm-hmm. And it's this big colorful scene and there's a there's little tiny blob of black in the middle. And you instantly know that that's what all the residents see. Yeah, when they see a black cloak walk into a room right, yeah, like it's walk like into
0: a space. This like the character looks weird because everyone is like whoa, <laughs> like they have yeah. this idea. Like when Batman shows up, you know, and, right, right, you know, and he's dark and he's scary and you see his eyes glowing and you're seeing it from yeah. the criminal's point of view and you're like he doesn't look like that, but they're scared, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and so you know Meredith is doing so much of the of the lift there with the story that it's amazing, you know, and and just what they're doing together with the whole mix of fantasy and sci-fi and, you know, high and low fantasy and, and this fantasy character. I mean, the fact that her partner is the, you know, Roger Murtaugh, this thing, you yeah. know, but he's also <laughs> a fairy yeah, <laughs> with wings and he's still too old for this shit. Yeah. It's great.
0: No, it, it's, it's fun. I've only read the first two issues so far I think yeah I'm up I've read the first two issues but it's definitely like hard nose buddy cop story in fairyland
3: yeah yeah. it's it's, it's (laughs) It's
2: brightly colored noir yeah
0: um totally
2: but real quick I did have a I did have an answer of the week for this week okay um my favorite kind of B or C list character that got an upgrade machine man yeah in next wave
0: yeah machine man and next wave okay machine man Let's just touch on Machine Man real quick. Ridiculous character. Right. Yeah, spun Jack Kirby came up with them. I believe he spun out of Jack Kirby's two thousand and one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know comic book that he did. When you know like they're like, uh we want Marvel, you know, we want to partner with you guys. We got this Stanley Kubrick sci-fi flick. You guys do sci-fi, right? And the studio at this point probably has not seen a script, has no idea what's going on. Oh yeah. They have just like a synopsis, right? That's Starts we, at the, the beginning of the time and it's all about <laughs> computers like out, you know, evolving past man, right? And he's like, right. Got it. Machine man <laughs> Aaron yep. Stack Machine man Like later on He would go it on X-51 To become x Yeah He What was it It was X something I have to look it up Yeah Later on He would go on To become Aaron Stack The machine man Who was pretty deadpan For a long uh-huh. time And then we got Next wave
2: And then we got Next wave Then we
0: got Fleshy humans Yeah <laughs>
2: The hard drinking, yeah. human hating,
0: yeah, super cynical uh, shithead <laughs> like yeah. machine Inspec- man. inspector gadget on LSD, yeah. Oh, I love him, and <laughs> With they, all the buzzsaws and stuff that come out of him. They tried mm-hmm. to bring him back in that, um, Iron Man 2020 or whatever it was when, uh, yeah. when Tony was dead and his brother was Iron Man and Aaron Sack was like a terrorist and like. Fighting for robot rights and stuff. And God,
2: I'm trying to think what his last there was like a it. there was another um, appearance of him recently, and it was in a I think a Kelly Thompson book.
0: I haven't seen Machine Man around for a long time. I do love the was, character though, and it
2: was be, it was because one of the members of yeah it was because one of the members of Next Wave uh, went and got him. I think. Oh it was, yes,
0: what was that? They were. Cause she said, we she just said it was like in black. Was it in black widow? It was in black widow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh,
2: because, um, Monica went yes. and got him at the very end and she's, and he's like, and he's like, you, you knew where to find me. And she goes, I keep tracks on, I keep tabs on all of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> um, no, machine man's a great answer. I like him a lot. And they didn't even yeah. really like, they didn't like upgrade him to something ridiculous where all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God. you know, it's just like, let's just make him a shithead. <laughs> perfect i loved it well, no let's, let's
2: make him a, let's make him a a species racist because he's been oppressed
0: yeah yeah and it, and it, and it was like i like i thought it was clever in iron man 2020 when he was like i'm speaking for all the ai and stuff but i don't buy that he's like i'm gonna blow up this entire pediatrics right. unit in the hospital to prove my point no you're not gonna kill a bunch yeah. of kids well, <laughs> come on
2: <laughs> i i think my problem with that is less that i don't believe it And more that it just wasn't executed well. Yeah, I mean, there's a way you could have done that with his whole, like, obsession with Jocasta and all of that. There's a better story to be played there. And it's not with uh, the Tony Stark of the future with the gears on his shoulders. No, No, you could have done that with Tony and it would have been cool.
0: Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Those are good answers, though, JD. (laughs) Thank you. Real good answers. Always good to talk to you, my man. Yeah, miss you guys. Tell Joe hi for me. I will do it. He should be here anytime. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Frank Sorillo, rumor is this guy just had a birthday. Hey. Is it true? He did. Is birthday boy. It is. Happy, it is true. Happiest of birthdays of to you, sir. Huh? Thank you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> How you been? I haven't yeah. talked to you for a little bit. Um,
1: well yeah, it's been, it's been it's been been a while, right? Uh, uh-huh. I've been good. I've been good. good. You know, been um I want to address something that you nerds said last oh, week in I the, love the it. podcast. I
0: love getting called right, out.
1: You're getting called out. I love it. One of you you two, I don't remember who it was, but one of you two said something about Doctor Who not playing to fan service. Like, oh, Doctor Who is the new Doctor Who is just playing to fan service. And I'm like, have you watched the last 60 years of Doctor Who? That was
0: me. But I qualified it. I qualified it in the sense that, like, I always felt like when they did, when they were pandering to us, when they were playing to fan service, it fit the story very well right. also oh yeah oh, they yeah. wrote they, it well they were incredibly good at that yes and my problem with this latest last two seasons of doctor who is it felt like they panicked because they weren't telling very good stories so we just started throwing fan service into it that didn't mm. make any sense that shit with the master okay. didn't make any sense none i'm gonna I'm, I'm i haven't gotten to that i just finished watching i
1: did not care. um oh, series oh, nine with peter capaldi and i i what well, well, like i said I thought it was, I'm sorry, I'm moving around. No, it's all right. It's all right. Like I, said, <laughs> I thought, I thought it was good. It's a little, it like at times was a little over the top. Um, and and like I said, I've been watching Doctor Who since the seventies. And if you don't think the seventies was over the top, those oh, Tom Baker episodes yeah, were for insanely sure. over
0: the top. Yeah, I used to this watch them as like a kid with my dad, much. and I was just like, "This yeah. is what sci-fi is like."
1: <laughs> like I didn't like. Maybe I, I don't did, like I, sci-fi. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it.
1: I didn't like the fact that his his sonic screwdriver when now his glasses, um, <laughs> make it, make it a different device. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that he would constantly like moping around
0: playing guitar, you know, yeah. and he was like, it was, I was like, come on, why this is not, they, no, he was a hippie you know? dippy doctor though. That was kind of his thing. Was yeah, like... was well, like,
1: no, I liked that a lot. I thought that that, that stuff was great. And then you got to the last, I think it was like the last four or five episodes. They were fantastic. Of that that season,
0: I I can't say that I know enough about the classic. I remember watching it as a kid because every oh, okay. once while a monster would show up and be like, "All right, I'm back in." You yeah, know,
1: I was, <laughs> was a huge Tom Baker fan. I I love Peter David um as Doctor Who, and then no Peter Davidson, sorry, uh, Peter Davidson as Doctor Who, and you know I sort of fell off because you know they would only air them on PBS, yeah, in yeah. New York. And if, if they weren't airing them, you weren't seeing them.
0: Right. You know, Yeah, and the only um, time I was watching was, PBS was like when I was really little, was like Sesame Street, Doctor yeah. Who. That was about it. Yeah. didn't care about myself. So I,
1: I highly recommend there is, a, there is a Christmas special Doctor Who episode with Ro, Rowan Atkinson as the doctor. Oh. Oh. I highly recommend <laughs> I find it, that. <laughs> you, haven't, <laughs> you haven't seen it. I, I can't even tell you. It's like the curse of – Something like the curse of the everlasting death or something. It's some weird title. Aren't Roman all the Atkinson,
0: is Do- all the Doctor Who's are on Disney Plus now, right? They well, not. I don't think they're on yet. Okay, I don't think they've made it over yet. But, but it's it's just the modern stuff. They they don't have the old stuff, right? I
1: don't think they I don't think they're
0: gonna have the older stuff. Yeah, but this
1: was like some. T- this took place between the time when Doctor Who ended and. And then it was gone and people thought that was the end of Doctor Who. Right. And then Doctor right. Who started again. So they did like they would do like these little bitty things here and there yeah. with the old characters. But this thing with Rowan Atkinson, if you could find this, I'll I have it on video. That. It's gotta I be it on YouTube. It's
0: gotta be on YouTube, right? Somebody's got it's it It's gotta up there. be somewhere. Yeah, I'll it's find fantastic. It. I, I loved it. It was great. Find that, drop um, it in the drop it somewhere in the Discord, in the nerd TV or something. Right. Drop it in All right, yeah, nerds will find it. All right. Um so,
1: you know, what, what did I, what did I call about? What did I, what did I call about? Oh, yeah, I have no I idea. I called about, um, <laughs> I called about Doctor Who. Okay. And I called, I, I was, I was trying to, I haven't finished watching Andor yet. I just haven't had the time. Oh, I know what I called about. Oh. I told you guys about this. I don't know if you guys have been watching, um, if you guys have been watching, uh, Prodigy. But I have the not. Last, the last, the, 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 okay. So the, I'll say this. The last two episodes of Prodigy were great. The Borg episode while I've heard people say, "Well, well you know, they kind of defang the Borg again," and, and I'm like, you know, I don't think so. I think they made the Borg scary, and, and I think they they did it in a great way. There were some great head applications with some of those Borg, though, man. You got to check. You got to check it out. And the last episode was this weird throwback to the original 60s uh, Star Trek and and that's that's all I can say about it without giving away
0: too much but it was it was really great um I'm going to watch it I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch them. I watched yeah. the first one and I was like this is a little more kiddie than I care about and then I is. watched the second one and I went okay this isn't bad. I'll sit down. I'll burn the, through them. I'll definitely watch. One,
1: yeah, one of the things about the show is that it it does wrap it up in that very sort of like you know Scooby Doo ending and everything's yeah. like everything's all well and good, sort of all well and good. I mean, it's 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 actually got the show's got some good storytelling chops to it. Um, you know the Hagermans have been telling great stories for a while, so you know it's a great. Yeah, you know, I'm really enjoying it a lot. And when do
0: we get um, regular Star Trek back in our life?
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's, I think in January, is it next year? Okay. I think it is. I think it's 2003. Picard comes back Okay. and discovery come back. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up, but okay. So what I want to say was my answer of the week, here it is. Um, my answer of the week is iron man. Iron, Iron Man. Man was was I it was to me and a lot of people I know Iron Man was a third tier character. Okay. He was like yeah. yes. maybe maybe B. No. It wasn't fair. until it wasn't until Robert Downey Jr. took over, took the role of Iron Man in the movies that the Iron Man character was
0: elevated beyond what he he ever was. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean that so, was a time where like there were plenty of times where Marvel Comics decided, well, we want the Avengers to sell as well as the X-Men. And they would try yeah. all this stuff and it never worked. Right. It never worked. And then you make a kick-ass Iron Man movie and suddenly yeah. oh, everybody yeah. wants to read the Avengers comics. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. And you know, and and you know, <laughs> Captain America was like kind of the de facto leader of the Avengers for the for, for like forever. And then all of a sudden, Iron Man's super popular. And then Iron Man's now the leader of the, of the Avengers. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, so yeah, it's like they took a character and, and like, I was not interested in Iron Man at all as a kid, you know, like, like I, why, why a a kid, a very straight laced kid would be interested in an alcoholic superhero, you know, like it's, it's not, it's not for me. It wasn't for
0: me. I always, I always liked Iron Man, but I got really bored. With a lot of the runs, I just liked all yeah. the armor. I like there's another bad guy and another bad suit of armor, right. and now the two yeah, armored bizarre. guys are gonna fight. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm like super the Bob, fired up the, for the Bob this. Bob stuff. Yes, is great. Oh, I love the Bob, love Layton, the Bob run. Layton stuff. That, I, I, was, that was formative shit for me. Yeah, like as a fantastic. young
1: man. Oh, so good. You know, and and he's he's a great he's a great artist. Great, you know, the I don't I don't know. I think I, I didn't I care guys, like, about Tony. But I liked right. Iron Man. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. You yeah. didn't care about Tony. Tony right. was like, whatever. I want. I want to know more about Iron Man. But, but anyway, that's that's all I got today, man. Those are uh, good answers. Joe guys-
0: Joe Patrick just joined us. I don't know. Oh, if he you did. Saw hey, that. Joe. Yes. Hey,
1: what's up? He's what's here. You here? Yeah. Hey, you you want in on this, man? You want in on this? Yeah, Iron yeah, man yeah. Give me break me off. Break me off a little bit of that.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. Iron Man. Iron Man was not a. Uh, he certainly wasn't a household name uh, no. until two thousand and eight. Um, you know, people have people had probably heard of Iron Man because how can you not? But it's not like he was like people didn't know he he, the average Joe on the street didn't know that he was Tony Stark. They couldn't like name him
0: by name. They wouldn't identify him by sight. He was no Namor the Submariner, is what you're saying. He was
3: no he was no no Namor the cool cool (laughs) guy. But um. God, that movie's so good Um, But uh, Yeah, no, the movie changed everything For that character, Yeah, Yeah. 100% And then the character from the comics Became basically the character from the movie Because if you look at the Iron Man comics Prior to Matt Fraction's Invincible Iron Man um, They weren't any There's nothing To write home about really No, it was just like Tony was kind um, of a jerk In fact, I actually can't I can't actually even remember what preceded was that did director of shield and all that that came before invincible iron man that yeah, was all that before was, invincible yeah. iron man That's has I mean, gone out of
0: civil war but those uh, those comics are forgettable extremis was before I that have a, too wasn't i, I had a read was, was like
3: the best part you know yeah. like the and, best thing since, but uh, even uh, so the
0: war machine armor tony stark uh, was just a jerk you know, oh, that was the the 90s that was yeah. your tony stark jerk you know and then all of a sudden like it, yeah, fraction we got like futurist Tony Stark, like sweet lunatic Tony Stark, overreaching mm-hmm. Tony Stark, you know, doing too much Tony Stark. <laughs> like it was really good.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really good insight, Frank. Frank, yeah. huh.
0: good to hey, talk to it, you. Guys. Happy birthday yeah, you again. Thank you. And we'll Thank talk you. soon. All right, brother. Is today All right. your birthday, Frank? No, no, it was, no, it, was last week. it was about a week and a half ago. We oh, gave him a shout-out. We out. wished you a happy birthday on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wrote the shout-out. <laughs>
3: come on. <laughs> All right, Frankie. Shit. shit. <laughs> oh,
0: thanks. thanks, man. All thanks right. a lot. Talk to you later, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. David Chan, I demand you come in here and talk to us.
3: Uh well, Matt Bomb, just thanks for getting the show started. I apologize for being yeah. uh fashionably late.
0: It was awful. It was awful. I went on a racist <laughs> tirade. I said a bunch of you, stuff you know I what? regret. You're, Ma- Matt You're, is you're, get you you're too <laughs> for
3: all of your Matt, for all of your bluster, you're too uh you're you're too um your social anxiety won't let you just like hang out. I with know
0: these dudes. I know. It's ridiculous. And
3: I don't get it because they're the same dudes we have in the chat.
0: <laughs> well, I went on a tirade and and, and alienated all our canadian listeners so now we have oh, four people left in the states
3: about like no it's um, an anti-canada
0: you know, tirade i thought you went on a tirade about
3: like mes- mesoamerican
4: no know, no 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 they were they rule i love those
0: guys as,
3: as spurred on by your black panther namor hatred
4: Listen, Joe, you'll see it all on twitter it's, it's, it's a it's a shit show here so uh, you know what
3: it's that's all twitter is now so Matt's it
0: is. are they that mad okay wait real quick is twitter that mad that namor is mesoamerican now Oh no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, I,
3: he Damon was joking that your tirade and stuff would,
0: oh, would okay. be Twitter fodder
3: because I like I, I hadn't <laughs> seen that.
0: I was just I was curious. <laughs> yeah, maybe there was a joking. contingent of people that were afraid. Oh, we just lost Namor in the white person race draft or something. <laughs> like, <what>? No,
3: um, <laughs> but
0: uh, but
3: the, uh, <laughs> the 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 fun new rumor is that. Uh, Elon is going to bankrupt that shit pretty soon. Oh, Twitter's going to die. Because people
0: no, are... No oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's like literally a sinking ship. Yeah, it yeah. was when he bought it, though, and I they guess. were like, thanks, sucker. <laughs> Metaphorically, a sinking ship. Yeah. Damon, yeah, what did you yeah. want to talk
4: about? Hello, hello, everyone. And uh, actually, most of what I want to talk about today was uh, the unfortunate passing of Kevin Conroy. Um, yes. Yeah, man. I, that Honestly, that really cut really deep and I was actually surprised at how deep like when I heard the news. Um yeah, but yeah I mean I, I I grew up in like the nineties, I probably said a few times. Um and you know that I used to religiously watch uh Saturday morning cartoons on uh, Fox Kids. You and me both and, brother. You know they had a, a yeah, it had, you know, had a bunch of stuff there, like, I remember, like Eat the Cat and Beetlejuice, oh, yeah. but there was like a you know, main event program. Like, I
3: love that Beetlejuice cartoon. It's it so really, good.
4: Beetlejuice was it, great. It, it still holds up actually. I watched yeah, it's great. great. But yeah, but, um, but always, it was, I think it was around like where I, where I was it was like 11 o'clock, like one of the last cartoons that used to show up in Batman, the animated series, was like the show like, yeah. That was the show I could not miss. Um, and I just remember even, you know, I wasn't that whole was, I was maybe like 12 or something like that when the first episode came up. But, you know, I began to realize, like, even just the way they were telling stories in that show was just pushing the boundaries of what was typical for, you know, a Saturday morning cartoon. Totally. We
0: uh, watched uh, Mask of the Phantasm last night after I came home. And I just like turned it on because I was like, man, I, I, I'm upset. And I just want to like, I remember loving this movie. I just want to watch. It is so good. And my wife was like, this was a movie they released for kids. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah, like like this was straight Never. up rated G. If I'm if I, as I recall, it was probably PG.
4: <laughs> it was PG. Was Actually, it PG? I okay. remember that specifically because I remember um, renting that, and that my mom was like, I had it on the VCR, and my mom saw that. She's like, "What are you watching?" It was, was
0: scary, like, and it was like yeah. really well yeah. written. And it's like, uh, your time has yeah, or your whatever has yeah. come, <laughs>
3: and it's like, oh Jesus, I haven't seen Mask of the Phantasm in so long. I need to I need to get on oh, that. God it's so good. Yeah, there was
4: like even like some like little sexual tones in there but that's a whole other story yeah. altogether. Well, um but yeah, yeah but, he, like he
3: like he bleeds. Like Batman bleeds. He gets oh, yeah. punched in the face and he bleeds. and then I remember very distinctly because I was 14 when Batman uh, the animated series started. And so, you know, I was starting high school, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. Cool. Uh, Smoking but, like, cigarettes, that hat noticed, turned backwards.
0: But, yeah, right. You were like Mitch from <laughs>
3: Superman. <laughs> exactly. like Mitch from Superman. Yeah. Um, I was a cool teen. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, I was mad at my mom. Um, but uh, something that I definitely noticed in a lot of those cartoons that were like villain hero type thing is that you couldn't. They couldn't say the word kill or die.
0: Yeah. Like they would say, like destroy or, yeah. or whatever. No kill, no Man. die, no murder, none of that.
3: Nope. And none like that. in Mask of the Fan- Mask of the Phantasm came out, I remember distinctly Batman bled, and then somebody said that they were like there was mention of killing and dying. I was yeah. like, well, this is not this ain't your. This ain't your kiddies cartoon. Yeah.
4: No, it's, it's not Adam West <laughs> version of Batman at all. <laughs> but um, but yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. I, I just, now that you brought that up, there was like a, a particular scene that I remember speaking of bleeding, and I was just like, whoa, that was like, that's like, you know, kind of extreme for the time. There was a man Bat episode, or I remember Batman got brutalized yes. in that episode. Oh. I was like, oh, Yeah, shit. the man
0: Bat episodes are always very scary. Okay, yeah. the man Bat yeah, episodes were so good. And I would argue mm-hmm. that I don't, I have not read enough classic Man-Bat stuff to really know, but I would argue it was Batman, the animated series that like elevated that character out of stupid Silver Age BS and made Man-Bat legit scary. Yeah.
4: And there were a few like that too, like
0: uh, Clayface 2. Like yes. In that
3: episode we were watching. Oh, I loved Clayface. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: yeah the one yeah, we were and, watching uh, right before we started it was a Clayface episode where, yeah. again, a, a, look, Clayface is a dumb character. Let's be honest it's dumb in the Batman world it doesn't make a lot of sense, but they sold it so well and gave you the story you know behind the the actual person and like now Clayface is top five bat villain for me. I love that character
3: well, the thing about Clayface in the comics is that he's actually like four dumb villains and the, sure. and the yeah and the uh the show was like this is why are there why are there four clayfaces <laughs> like and like only one of them is any good only one of them has the the actual like shape-shifting thing going on we're gonna condense them they condensed them all and they made it they made him into that into the failed actor uh you know matt hagan and and, then like they kind of like combined they all they ultimate they they marvel like ultimate comics to him yeah Mm the comics were like Oh, why didn't we do this all along And then now we get that Clayface yeah. in the comics yep. but yeah, it was like ba- Basil Carlo and he wore a big hat I mean. and he dressed like the shadows like yeah why is his name even Clayface? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, basil Carlo
0: Matt Hagan yeah, Preston Payne, uh Cassius Payne, Todd Russell yeah. and Johnny yeah. Williams. <laughs> there
3: was also a female Clayface yes yeah. uh, Sandra' had
0: a different name Sandra Fuller.
3: Um but yeah like the like the clayface of the 80s wore like a Mr. Freeze style cons- containment suit with like a glass bold yeah. jar head they made a it's like why no? <laughs> it was yeah,
4: so bad. There's a dude who, who's literally clay and he can shape shift. Done. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? No, but, but the, yeah. the the but big I mean, blocky chunk of clay with the teeth, you know, the, like he's got to have. That's the clay my teeth. clay face. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's the only person um,
4: I, I care about now.
3: I, I, I do. I do also love that it it gave us the version of Clayface that we get in the Harley Quinn cartoon, <laughs> voiced <laughs> by <laughs> Alan Tudyk. <laughs>
4: He is so good. Like I said, he has, he does like this stuff up actor thing, but that's all of our story altogether. But yeah, but with, um, but, you know, but you know, back to Kevin Conroy, it's like, you know, his voice really became like, even as Batman got reinvented over time, movies and, you know, uh, other yeah. depictions, other cartoons and things like that. I, I just could not stop. I, I to this day, and I don't think it'll ever stop. You see, hear his voice. Yeah. As you know, as Batman. It's just like the delivery that he had. And like, No, he
0: uh, is the voice of Batman. I mean, yeah, go correct. sure. You could say well, I mean, like you, you the Tim Burton Batman's he sort of, you know, they were doing it there. Oh, well. I would argue no. I would argue if anybody did a good like really solid Batman voice, just voice. That's all I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. Don't come at me here. I think Val Kilmer had the best Batman voice. <laughs> <He's> pretty good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it, good. but you know, other than that, I hear Kevin Conroy's voice when I read Batman comics. Yeah, in my head, think, you think. know. I, I
3: I hear Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like I think I I think outside
3: of Clooney, all of the live action Batmans have sounded de- well. And Christian uh,
0: Christian Bale had. I like the death metal, metal gravel. Bale's Batman. I liked it. I like Back the death metal gravel. <laughs> no, in retrospect, I don't. Oh, I um, dig it. Yeah.
3: But like I I thought Michael Keaton's gravelly Batman was fine. Val Kilmer's was like good, it. but Kevin Conroy perfected not only. Batman, but Bruce Wayne, yeah. as our our friend John is saying in the chat. And something that John also mentioned is that um, on Leather Wings, which is the Man Bat, the first uh, it's the it's actually the first episode of the show.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: And it's the Man Bat episode. Uh, they showed blood in that first episode And they got in trouble for it
0: Oh really? Uh, yes well. um, How many kids the, died uh, when they saw the blood? What are we talking so about? Thousands? What? So many kids <laughs> just dropped <laughs> dead, like, from. Just turned um, and murdered <laughs> their siblings They're like, I want more blood! <laughs>
3: hey, you know. I, I want to talk about something real quick That I think it must have been a local phenomenon Because everybody talks about how Batman... The animated series was a Saturday morning cartoon that started with On Leather Wings.
0: Yeah, not here. That is not true for Omaha. Yeah, we watched it after school. Hmm.
3: In Omaha, Nebraska, they aired Batman, the animated series, after school, like in the same block that gave us like Animaniacs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, they aired an episode in prime time before the actual premiere of the show. Um, I remember this because I got so excited that they were doing it. Um, like they announced that they were going to, they were going to like do a sneak peek of this special new Batman cartoon. Oh yeah. I totally remember this. They aired it in in prime time. I don't remember what day of the week it was, but it was like seven o'clock at night. Yeah. And, um, but instead of on Leather Wings, the episode we got was that stupid red claw episode.
0: Oh. With Catwoman. Yeah.
3: And the, that is not like I mean it's an episode of Batman, let's be real, but it's not a great one to lead off with.
4: That's not the one where uh, Alfred was starring in, right? Although for some reason I I love that episode when Alfred I don't really I don't really like recall. But, but yeah, but that was um, her Episode was never fantastic to me, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, Red Claw, like Red Claw, right? The, the like Russian gal with the red yeah. scars over her face and stuff. Mm-hmm. The black hair um, and yeah, and it's like, okay, well, this show looks and sounds great. I hope that the villains are better. <laughs> and then they started yeah, they showing did. after school.
0: Yeah, she was um, like hot. Like, she wore a red outfit. She had a white stripe in her hair. Yep. I just dropped her exactly. in, the, yeah, the skunk in the chat. Strap, yeah, yeah. I, I
3: guess she didn't have clo- uh, no, scarlet. No, she face, was gorgeous.
4: Yeah.
0: Skunk,
3: skunk, skunk stripe
4: for sure. There you go. No. Um, but
3: yeah, like that's what that's how they did it in Omaha. Like I, for some reason, Omaha was so hyped for Batman. They were like, whatever's on at seven o'clock on this day, forget about
0: it. It's gonna be Batman You're like, sorry, Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle Or or actually, it would have been <laughs> no, <every> like guy, <laughs> Sorry, Parker <laughs> Lewis can't lose But Parker you can take a Elvis break this lose, week right. <laughs> Very bad memories I don't actually know what sitcoms were on Fox in the 90s Parker yeah. Lewis can't lose
4: definitely was I love Tom's show man, unfortunately. <laughs> but, Yeah, love but, yeah it. but you know, rest in peace to that guy He's yeah. just a, a legend, you know, forever and ever and, That one hurts uh, the heart, you know, right? That one yeah, hurts it's just a no, unfortunately, gener- you know everybody generations to come, and of course our generation. That's yeah. Um, all right. I just wanted to wrap up. um Yeah, the- please. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> sidetracked you with no. our own little local history there.
4: No, no, no. Please, talk <laughs> no apology. With um, so I wanted to answer the question that we really quickly. Um, so a minor character that got re- met- This is just just for me personally, only okay. because I remember buying every single issue of this when it came out, and I guess it started with Villains Unite, but uh, Catman. Catman, Um, yes. Catman's a good answer. Oh my God, Catman. Listen, I barely knew about Catman. I didn't know about him. Like I saw him in some like really crappy like Silver Age appearances and whatever that I used to pick up from flea markets. But um, I just remember that when they introduced him and they kind of gave him like a whole thing, like he like I think he spent time in Africa or something. He was fat the last time they saw him, or and then he got like really yeah. buff, and then yeah, he gained like all type of like new hunting skills and all that. But it was just a development. I think it was Gail Simone, right? Yeah, Gail Simone. It was Gail Simone. Um,
3: in uh, yeah, it was in Villains United probably, and then in
4: Secret Six. Yep, Afterward, Um, But I just love the interaction he had with like pretty much everybody in that group, um, particularly his little weird little frenemy thing with uh, with Deadshot as yes. well. Um, they
0: were adorable. But, Him and Floyd Lawton were adorable together.
4: Yes. <laughs> they were yeah. just like buddies. I, <laughs> listen, it's, it's kind of funny, but um, I, I also vaguely remember around that time, they were uh, around, you know, I, I don't remember, Humble was around. But they were shipping them together, and I think yeah. they, some people still do.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm fine with yeah. it. I, but yeah, Catman was so great because like nobody made more fun of Catman than writer Gail Simone in her own yes. book. Because everybody would show yep. up and be like, "You're Catman? Weren't you a fat guy? You know, <laughs> you know like <laughs> what happened to you? Like when'd you get hot? Uh, yeah, you know, like his
3: previous, uh, his uh, his appearance immediately previous to that was in, um, Brad Meltzer's Green Arrow the that's one right. that's the, uh, the run oh, that followed really? like Kevin Smith's where, uh, catman uh, Ollie just sees a photo of his funeral. And for some reason, Catman is there Ugh. and it's this whole mystery. <laughs> yeah. It's great. No, it's a great run. It,
0: that that um, was an run excellent it, it, run. run of be Arrow. Again.
4: Very yeah. good. But, uh, but yeah, that was just my answer. the weekend. it was just like, uh, like I said, it just, I just made you remember really loving that series and most of the stuff that, you know, he got himself involved in. Yeah. That was about it. So, that's a solid um, answer I oh, Thank you, Naaman Yeah, no problem Alright, guys uh, Let me let you go uh, We will talk again next week Sounds Thanks good, brother guys. Have a good one all right.
0: Jimbo, get in here Talk to us There he is Sorry, guys <laughs> It's all good It's all good How are we doing today?
5: Uh, good, good uh, Let's see Question of the week We're going to go with Buggy the Clown From One Piece <laughs> Buggy the Clown Was one of the first Villains Luffy fought And then we don't sh- See him for like 500 chapters later when during a prison break scene okay and 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 now he's just kind of failing up so he's not an unpopular character he's more of a minor character that's kind of become very important um so
0: buggy the clown all oh, right. he's a clown. Yeah, there he is. Yeah,
5: he, has, he has the barb bar fruit, which allows him to separate his body.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You know that's uh, that's As
5: one does. That's a As one does. Sure. It's a good trick. Sure,
3: yeah. Is, you know it's handy. It, it's it comes in handy more often than you'd think. That is a
5: no, good oh, trick. Oh, it certainly is. okay. And then we got. I know I did numbers last week, but this week the weekly numbers boggles my mind. So from this is from 10.31 to 11.6. Okay. Uh, one piece at number one was 1.2 million sales.
0: Why? Did something happen?
5: That's a great question. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, so – The top, the the top, uh, so number two was Hunter Hunter at 580, 589,000 because that has come back after a five-year hiatus. Okay. Uh, Chainsaw Man, 363,000.
0: So I started Chainsaw Man. I'm three episodes in. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was going to be this like gore fest God, ridiculousness. And it turns out like, no, this show has a heart. This show is very oh, yeah. sweet. It's about okay. a boy and his devil dog. Yeah. <laughs> like It's very yeah. sweet. Now, gory as hell. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It's, super it's, it's gory. Good. But it, God, it's great. It's too much fun. Yeah. Love right. it. So, so
5: One Piece had a movie this summer and it just released last week in the States. But that's obviously not it. Sale. So it's a volume sale. And the only thing I think of is the anime has never been better.
0: Fair enough. Um, so,
5: and it's a big, big, it's a big fight.
0: It can't Two be American fighter. numbers though, because American kids don't buy manga. They steal it all. Right. I mean, they don't, yeah. they don't buy any of it. They just steal well, it. We,
5: well, we have an app. We haven't, you know, yeah. some of the companies are smart enough to have a $2 a month app and you get, you get all the backlog.
0: Fair enough. And
5: it's super easy. And you can read a lot of new stuff.
0: Fair enough. Um, so
5: it's really, uh, it, the, the number was just so crazy. Um, but I guess that's how it goes in, in, in the world of One Piece. I mean, it's number top top seller all the time for you know for a reason. Good for we haven't, Luffy. We haven't seen a weekly number like that for quite some time. That's why it's
0: like I said good? Good for Luffy? Uh, is that his name? Luffy? Yeah. yeah, Luffy is the main character. Okay, Lufa or Luffy? We got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um,
5: and then uh, what? Kevin Conroy. Uh, you know, very very sad passing. Uh, everyone. You know, I think the. The core of it is like every time we read Batman, we hear his voice. Yeah, and I think that is, you know, something that will always be with us and, you know, easily to watch. that that, that you know, probably one of the best, if not the best, animated show for for a comic.
0: Hands down. No, I yeah. don't think there's a question. I, they, there is no question. It is the yeah. best animated comic adaptation of all time, and it yeah. also so, didn't just directly adapt Batman. Yeah, I give it that. It, it made oh, Batman yeah. something different. You know.
3: <laughs> and now I will I will say that like. I think that you need to include the entire like Bruce, Tim in that because Batman led to Superman, which led to Justice League, which led to Justice League Unlimited. Sure. And like those shows like Batman is great, but Justice League Unlimited is something like tremendously special. So like I I, I think that like obviously it all started with Batman. Yeah. But um, like the things that that show led to. Uh, it's, it's just like the best depiction of any yeah comic book universe
0: in animation ever. ever. And it's resulted in the most watered down WB animated studios releases that I've, I've never okay. been. James
3: l- Gunn is all about
5: building
0: yes. the new DCU. That So let's talk about that for a second. James Gunn came in and we're all excited for more James Gunn movies, but James Gunn came right out in several interviews and said, we got to do better in our animation. This is ridiculous. We're a comic book company. We have to do better in our animation. And it, yeah. I just went, yes, James Gunn. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> just so do it. This, uh,
3: <laughs> this interview that I'm referencing um, is basically about him responding to all the people uh, that have come at him uh, since the news of his hiring with, like, finally, you're here. It's time. Restore the Snyderverse. Release the Ayer cut. <laughs> and... And because he's oh, no, because he's now an executive, James, he's very like, hey, you know what, guys, we hear you. We appreciate your enthusiasm. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah. We're glad you're along for the ride. <laughs> F- <off." laughs> um, but not really. But he's also like we're actually focused on doing different things now. Um, he's talking about building a, a cohesive movie, TV, and animated or at least right. a film and animation. The
0: Marvel like, Studios like way is the what they're universe. doing. Yeah. So like,
3: he's gonna Kevin Feige it.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, over a number of projects. Now they don't they're obviously not gonna be able to take ten years to get it done. No. But um, he he's talking about like, no, we without saying it, it's like they recognize the flaws of the previous model. And they are going to move forward with, like, building an actual universe. And, and the whole
0: universe. rest of the world is and excited. It includes animation. Except for some trolls on the internet who think they're in a massive gang and don't realize there's a lot of bots that was backing them.
5: That's true. For
0: sure. <laughs> no, but it's, it's exciting. And I'm excited for good DC cartoons because they used to be amazing. And, man, I just watched, like, the Super Sons one that came out. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, even the movie, like the director. Of yeah, whatever. Yeah, movies. they're just not good. And so I wasn't upset when they said that was going away at all. That didn't upset me. So whatever.
3: No, I mean, like, I again, I I know that the character isn't for everybody, but the Harley Quinn show is legit. That is an excellent. exception. That is an I, exception. I love the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. yeah. No, it, like, and I don't hilarious. care. About, and I don't care about Harley Quinn. And, and that show is it's exceptional. Yeah. Um, and it is very good. It, like, I don't understand, like. And like, they also like, they had young justice going and it was such a good thing. And they brought it back from the dead and now it's dead again, but But, that show is also excellent,
0: but they were also exceptional capable of it. Yeah. They're very capable of it. But like, I mean, just like, look at Peacemaker, look at Harley Quinn, you know, look at that young justice cartoon. Those were three things that DC has looked and went, Oh, okay. This guy's talented. This guy's talented. This guy's talented. Mm -hmm. Let's run with this. This is what we're yeah, going to do, yeah. and right. that's and that's great. That is fantastic news, and I think James Gunn – Frank just said it in chat. James Gunn gets it. He's a nerd. First and foremost, he's a nerd, and anybody who's like, well, everything's going to be a joke now. They're just going to make fun. Everybody's like, is Superman going to fart on screen? Like, okay, I don't think you've been paying attention to what James Gunn does for a living because he doesn't just make funny shows. That's not just what he does. He makes shows with heart as well movies with heart
3: and uh, like and also like have you seen a marvel movie lately right even the serious ones are full of jokes yes so there were funny moments in
0: wakanda forever you know like there was funny moments (laughs) and and no one is more serious than the wakandans all right (laughs) it's true it's true (laughs) jim very good to talk to you my friend all right we'll talk soon buddy bye buddy love you it's been a minute since we've done it but we are back with another nerd at the movie segment and i think these segments live here now on cover to cover so we'll just sort of throw them in as bonus segments i don't know if you heard but there was a pretty special marvel movie premiere this past weekend black panther wakanda forever hit big screens joe and i saw it we have feelings but rest assured like i said at the beginning those feelings are spoiler free so Let's get into it. Our spoiler-free first reactions to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I gotta say, so I, I went last night or yesterday afternoonish, right? And the first thing whenever we go to a Marvel movie and the Marvel thing pops up, and you know, and you see the pages flipping and everything, and then it goes to the Marvel and you see everybody, like pictures of the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy and all this shit. This was just Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah, they've done that, they've done that before. They have, but Bones, it was silent. But- Completely silent. Yes. No music, nothing. The, and the, the typical fanfare wasn't there. And the theater um, that I was in, just dead silent. People started crying. It was like, wow. <laughs> well, it's, it's, so,
3: it's so weird. Like, I I thought something was wrong because the movie just starts. Yeah. And then it's like 10
0: minutes before that yeah. it's, opening uh, thing. And I think it's... And, Kugler, he's doing a thing here, and they realize, like, we lost our star. We lost, like, the guy. But this was a celebrated moment in not just in, like, superhero movies, but in film for black people everywhere, you know? And we lost the guy. And he does such a tasteful job of just immediately going, all right, here it is. Here's what happened. There. Tear off the Band-Aid. You know? And And you have to.
3: There was some uncertainty about how the movie was going to deal with the passing of Chadwick Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Was T'Challa going to be dead? Yeah. Was he going to be gone? You know, like, and then we knew that they weren't going to recast him. Yeah. So then all signs started to point to, oh, okay, well, then he must be dead in the movie. They eventually just came right out and, and said it, like, this movie is about the Wakandan's trying to move forward following the death of T'Challa. Yeah. And so the movie opens, like, the first 10 minutes prior to the Marvel, um, you know, fanfare part, um, is T'Challa's funeral, and it is, like, the most dour, like... Yeah. It is so... It is so moving and and like emotional. Well, they and do, then, and then the Marvel
0: Studios thing comes up with no sound at all. Yeah, and you by the time it's like okay, is the movie done? <laughs> yeah, like the theater, several <laughs> people in the theater and myself crying, just like yeah, whoa, because like, I mean, I'm like, crying right now, I'm a little teary. Just thinking about it. it. he had a funeral for his buddy, you know, like yeah. right there on screen, and we got to have the Marvel funeral for the character, and the whole movie is about dealing with grief. And it's yes. three different characters all dealing with grief in different ways. Uh, let's talk about Namor for a minute. Holy oh. shit, <laughs> they nailed Namor. <laughs> that guy. Stay na- okay, it's, here's the thing. And I kept thinking while I'm watching the movie. Like, how did DC screw up Aquaman, who should be way Easier than Namor, nothing, Aquaman no, should I be way I hate, easier. I hate the DC Aquaman, you so feel not free not to. This that journey. movie's a piece of shit, and that Aquaman was dumb. This no, you've got him. a guy with wings on his ankles, right? That can fly and breathes underwater and swims around and wears, you know, like a speedo. That's basically your Namor that you're building yeah, off of, yeah. and they killed it absolutely nailed he looks amazing on screen the actor is fantastic they figured out a way to play down everything that i don't like about that namor where, like namor is just constantly a jerk like this namor makes sense he's a good leader and like his people legit love him it's not just like the it's constant not just that they love him they worship him yeah but like and he's a he's a god to them But he's also yeah. like This caring Loving god And you get to see like uh. I feel like Every time we see name Well to his people He definitely is To his people Sure But every time we see Like Namor in the comics It's like Atlantis is broken You screwed up Atlantis God you're they a jerk They hate him He yeah. hates them <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: it's, it's oh. Just constantly uh. <laughs> There are only two other named Atlanteans in the movie, and I'm not going to say them. Like, I, was you can them I was thrilled, though. I was thrilled. Like, oh, me too. Awesome. Like, if you go to IMDb, you'll see, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll leave that to you. But there are only three named Atlanteans in this entire movie, and uh, the re- but the, all of the rest of the Atlanteans, are like, it's like it's so it's like the first time it's like the first time you saw the Wakandans fight. Yeah. They may uh, like, the and ad- I don't and I don't just mean a handful of the like in black Panther. I mean the first time in Infinity War where every fing Wakandan is like coming out to fight.
0: Animals. Right. And they're bad and, ass. And like
3: and, and the Wacan and the Atlanteans, the, sorry, they're not Atlanteans. They're from Talu Tal-
0: For for sake of um, argument, we'll call it Atlanteans. We're just, but- we're just gonna call it Atlanteans yeah. because
3: like, come on.
0: They are incredible. They're scary. They made, Uh, it is so easy. One of the other things we always make fun of is like how silly Atlantis is in both Aquaman and in Marvel and the Submariner. Atlantis is a fundamentally silly place that is either written so sword and sorcery that you can barely read it and it's all political drama and magic. They just took all the bullshit out of it. And went. We're going to reinvent it, and we're going to do it this way. Yeah, and it's going to make Maybe sense.
3: Here's my, here's my spicy take. And it's, like, it's I, beautiful. It's perfect. I I don't care about Marvel or DC's Atlantis. I don't either. At
0: I don't all. give a crap. They the, made the lore, me not history, care. I don't care. <laughs> they went out because of their way to make boring. us not care. It's totally boring.
3: And right. I and but this was like I was invested.
0: Yes, totally. In the story of this this uh, this civilization. And my problem with the Aquaman movie was like, they're like, we're just gonna lean into the boringest parts of Atlantis, but we'll throw a bunch of CG stuff in there and big crabs, you know, like, okay. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> just Atlantis, man. That was several undersea kingdoms. Uh-huh. Okay. yeah. But, it, I mean, <laughs> God, they did such a wonderful job with Namor. And again, like, putting the, I, I would argue that the Black Panther films, now that we have two of them, have done two of the most interesting and sympathetic villains ever like look at Killmonger Killmonger the whole time he's yes. on screen you're like I agree with him he makes a lot of sense you He know? does make some sense and he's a bad guy sure <laughs> you know, but um, there, uh,
3: there's a lot we can't talk about but as far as like the way Black Panther has uh The Black Panther movies have contributed to the Marvel universe without like being beholden to, like you know, every Marvel movies. Every Marvel movie feels like it's telling a story. It's telling a story. It's telling a story. Now we have to take a ten minute break to forward the Marvel machine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the Black Panther movies don't feel like that. And they um, still gently even with
0: did. The, they still gently did it. I think Kugler's really, really
3: did it, but it was so like it was. It, it felt organic. Like this yes. is part. Like, this belongs in this movie. Yes. We're not just, like, stopping the action to go talk to, uh, you know, Thunderbolt Ross for 10 minutes right. or whatever.
0: Like, I will say the end um, of Shang-Chi when, like, the credit cookie in Shang-Chi felt – Extremely tacked on and went, Okay, here's the thing we got to do. All right, here you go. Yeah, yeah. all right. The, my, the other characters in Marvel Universe are there, and you went, All right, cool, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you
3: <know>? and, then, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like even, even the post credit scene in this movie is like it's more about forwarding the legend of the Black Panther. Well, the, I think than it also, is forwarding the Marvel Universe. They're also
0: setting up a lot for the uh, World of Wakanda, or whatever TV show that we're gonna get. The World well. of Wakanda TV, yeah, show, like the, the, right. the Yeah. The Disney Plus show that Disney we're gonna Plus, get. Yeah. And, they, and they do Re- Coogler He didn't I think a lot of the criticism Of the latest MCU movies Thor Doctor Strange uh, Whatever They just threw shit against the wall And made it pretty And had fun with it And it didn't really do much And like whatever I I liked them both But I, I hear that criticism I think Coogler Not only Addresses the death of his friend Addresses the death of The Black Panther As well mm-hmm. You know Like which is just so meta It's insane Really fleshes out a lot of characters, tells a very caring and gentle story, but all the action, all the CG bullshit, the fight scenes that you want and love are also there and handled very well, and he just packages it into what is an exceptional movie. Not even a not just a Marvel and, movie. It's an exceptional movie. I really yeah. I enjoy mean, it. I mean, like Black Panther is the
3: only Marvel movie to ever get nominated for Best Picture, right? <laughs> so, like, I would not be surprised if Wakanda Forever is also nominated for some sort of uh, Academy Award that's about its storytelling merits, not yeah. its technical merits. Um, not that it doesn't also deserve, you know, the technical stuff. Yeah, but um, like this story that Kugler has told is uh, it, it, not only is it about how T'Challa's family deals with his death and then how his kingdom deals with his death. It's also about how the world deals with his death yeah. because, and these are scenes that have been released in uh, multiple previews and trailers and whatnot. So um, there's a scene uh, uh, at the United Nations, the general assembly where Queen Ramonda, who is now back in charge of the country, obviously she's getting uh, basically yelled at by the uh, secretary general of the United States and, and the gal from France colonizers. Uh, I don't know what her title is. Colonizers. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's Toby, Toby from the West wing and then some French lady and um, Angela Bassett, if she does not get nominated for best actress, I swear to God, she's like, We know what people are saying about us behind our backs. They're saying the king is dead. Wakanda is weak. Now is our chance to strike. And then she stands up and she says, this is what we think about that. And then she marches in the door of march marching this group of mercenaries that tried to kill a bunch of people and uh, that tried to break into one of the outreach centers and steal vibranium. And she's like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's so like, yeah, the, then the world is like, the world learns that just because the Black Panther is dead, just because T'Challa has passed, it does not mean that Wakanda is any more of a place to well, be messed with.
0: That's the thing Kugler is, is doing. He's realizing the story is now Wakanda. That it is, is the Wakanda, story. right. It's and, not and Black Panther. Church. We got to flesh even, that out. We get like a lot more M'Bari. You get a lot more of like Akoyo. Yes. Oh, man. They're really uh, fleshing out some of these characters now. Winston Duke. Yeah. M'Baku. M- 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 God, he's um, great.
3: And I, I would not be surprised, even though we now have a new Black Panther. Um, I would not be surprised if the Black Panther character...
0: Is no longer the central focus of any Wakanda story. I have a feeling, yeah. I mean, they, no spoilers, but that's certainly, this felt like a very personal Uh, story for Shuri, who is great, by the way. Shuri's (laughs) performance is excellent. It is a very personal story, but the moral of the story is we are all Black Panther. Wakanda. Right. Wakanda is is more than just the Black Panther. Yeah. And Riri. She was great, Riri
3: Williams. She was is great, amazing. She
0: was great. Yeah, <laughs>
3: she's so awesome. And all the, I cannot wait. For all the
0: performances job. in this, yeah it, yeah, it really set up uh, a lot. Man, it set oh, up man. a lot of things, but did it in such a gentle fashion. Where like you, we watched several of these movies where you can see the domino fall and you go, "All right, I get it." You know, okay, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Like, oh, that guy showed up. There was never a moment in this movie where I felt like I was getting worked the Marvel way. I like that work. I'm fine with it. But I never felt yeah. like like you saw that, right, Matt? You're like, ooh, you know that's coming back, Matt. I'm like, okay, I gotcha. You, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It was just really well done. It was caring. It was tearjerker. The end of it, everybody was crying. <laughs> you know,
3: like it was, the it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. The, the ending, yeah, the the very end is awesome. We joke we've been joking about it. We joked about it all this week. All right. Um it's bad news for Ryan Domingos, but Namor does actually say the Word he does the say
0: the word mutant it <laughs> comes out of it's, his mouth yeah it's, it's
3: it, it, it it's it's happening yeah
0: namor is a mutant yeah um there's no but, question and like yeah. no i mean to another small spoiler but in the second credit cookie where professor x shows up and is like <laughs> will you join the x-men namor
3: floats into a dark chamber and then somehow Professor X is in the room. Yeah, in his wheelchair. He swam down there in his in, wheelchair. In, in the indoor seat. Yeah. And he's like, Namor McKenzie, <laughs> I want to talk to you about the X-Men initiative.
0: Yeah, they definitely then, changed our, like, our name. Go, so while begins. while Namor is a mutant, Namor is definitely not the Marvel Comics Namor. This is a no, no, no. Different. I, like character. he doesn't even like
3: he pronounces his name Namor. Yeah, you know, like the way he puts the accents on it. And his
0: name does not uh, mean avenging. It, everyone son. else in the movie calls him Namor. Right. His name but, does not mean avenging son anymore either. So,
3: <laughs> no, it mean yeah. Like doesn't. Uh, don't but, say it. Uh,
0: don't say anything. Don't say anything.
3: <laughs> no, I don't. I, like I don't remember. Like he talks about where he yeah. got his
0: name from, but I don't remember all the details. So, um it, go see the movie, please. Yeah. Please. Okay. Let's talk about Namor. Just for a minute. Is Namor a mutant? If if mom ate a plant and it changed him and it's not just like the X gene waking up in him, is he a mutant? Well, see, that's kind of the thing. Or are in, we going to change the definition of mutants in the MCU?
3: That's the thing in the Marvel Universe in comics as well, is that a lot of times the X gene was um, the reason why children were born with the X gene is because their parents were exposed to something. Um, Give me which examples. Is, which is like a lot of examples are uh, are like, for a time they thought Bruce Banner might be a mutant because of his freaky brain, right? Because his dad w- like had something to do with nuclear power plants, okay? Um, and like it's a lot of like, mom and dad were mom and dad uh, like dad was near an atomic explosion or he worked on the Los Alamos project, right. uh, the Manhattan Project, and um, so that was uh, that's all over the Silver Age is. Is that like their parents uh, were like exposed to something that did something to their DNA? But more modern age is that I don't feel like that's a thing anymore, right? I don't think they really talk about it anymore. Now people are just born with the X gene, but like it it certainly is established in the comics that a parent, a parent can, uh, a a child can be born
0: with the X gene because something something happened to to the parents prior to their conception. Okay, and I will say. We've been trying to think about how to introduce mutants into the, into the MCU. Maybe it's something that happened when Thanos snapped or maybe it's something. Maybe it is just things that happened to parents that they passed on to people that got powers. And the world is going to be like, how did you get your powers? And I'm like, oh, I was just born with them. And they're like, you're a genetic freak. You're a mutant. Get the fuck out of here. You know, and you just gently introduce yeah. it that way. Well, you know? sure.
3: And like, I mean, and that, and that's fine. It's like. There are a lot of things that we take for granted now about mutants in the comics that are going to be pretty limited unless they do something drastic. Like right. You can't introduce, you can't say that there have been mutants for thousands of years. No. Because well, we've been, we've had 40 movies and nobody has said one damn thing about it.
0: I mean, you could introduce people that, yeah, that have powers that are just born with them. I mean that like, and that's Namor has been around since, yeah. you know,
3: now, Spanish here's, here's colonizers showed the 1400s, right? Well, sure. But like, also they've been like, you can't, we're talking about people that walk the earth, like from all over the, all over the planet. Like you can't
0: just suddenly have a ton of mutants. No, no, no. I mean, and I think even there should if just people be people start few.
3: being born with the X gene. That's a very slow build before somebody's like, you know what? I should probably get a team together to protect these people.
0: Yeah. But like, you could also do something along the lines where, like, people knew this was a thing and they've been really quiet about it because they don't want to be a freak because they are worried. Yeah, and they're not, see, and again, they're not just Captain think- America. Like, they, some of them just have slight mutant things. But then there's other people like, Wolverine like who has been around And just laying low doing his thing You know are, are people like You know Cyclops who has an accident Like before maybe he was just doing His eyes lit up a little or whatever and then he Bonked his head and now it's brr, You know <laughs> like you can do yeah, Shit like I just, that I, I
3: think I, I think that like the idea that they've been hiding is going to be tough to swallow. Well, sure. Because, it, like, what do you, like, the freaks, sure. no. But if do you, you do say with there's, the pretty ones?
0: If you say there's thousands of them hiding, that's an yeah. issue. But if you say. And it's
3: like, you, you're, are you telling the, me that Emma Frost doesn't wake up one day with telepathy and diamond skin and, like, make news with right. that?
0: Like, I don't buy it. But you could say there's a hundred of them, you know? Sure. And, like, and now we've got an ex- universe 100 characters that's more than any other marvel movie we're dealing with right it's true i
3: i don't know i my sneaking suspicion is that it's gonna have something to do with the multiverse um I hope and, it that like or or the kang thing like something's gonna happen we're, they're gonna there's gonna be like
0: a, a a snap and then suddenly mutants will be an here. x-gene awakening or something
3: yeah. um what i'd like what i think i'd like is um the idea that like there are scientists out there like they're like Charles Xavier. Right. And, or, and you know, the guy who becomes Mr. Sinister or Morgan Taggart or whatever. Yeah. And they're out there and they're like, Hey, you know, we've been studying this thing in people. We call it the X gene. And like, we think it's uh, like some people, a very small number of people, have some strange things tied to this X gene. And then all of a sudden there's something that happens globally, whether it's, you know, something like a Thanos snap or, you know, Kang farts or
0: whatever. The Eternals flip a switch.
3: Yeah. And then suddenly the X gene that's been there all along, that's only been investigated by a handful of scientists that people think are crazy. Right. Suddenly there's a million people that
0: are like, what the I'm blue. I have wings. Where did my feet go? <laughs> you yeah. Know, that, like, yeah. I mean, they could maybe do something. I could see something like that, you know, or there are a few people that have expressed some powers with the X gene, but then when this thing happens, there's a bunch more, There's you know? a bunch. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I think that would be cool. And like, people like that right had now, like just a little bit like Cyclops, maybe he had just a little like, thing maybe, going yeah, on. Like,
3: and then you could, and then that would explain how you could have like, Oh yeah. Xavier has had this group.
0: Right. He's no he's that, been that with he works with he's been with these kids, you know, and and he and, and knew. Now,
3: yeah, and now and and they and they know what it's like. Right. But we've been keeping them safe because it's like what do you do with a kid who can't control his devastating eye
0: beams? Right. And maybe like, there's You don't like send them out into the world. Yeah, maybe there's someone else who is working with Xavier on this X-Gene stuff. It's like, I can wake this up. We could wake this up and we could make it a thing. And Xavier's like, no way, bad news. No, they'll be exploited. They'll be hunted. You know, you could be unleashing monsters. then, Then
3: his partner, then his partner, Eric, right. Is, is like, nah, man, You don't get it. We're the next big thing. See
0: (laughs) that or like the government trask or somebody, you know, like working for the government. It's like, no way we need mutants for us because we need someone to protect us from Captain America. Now that Sam is bad, you know, and like the Thunderbolts was a failure. We need something. We need our own make mutants. Boom. Throw the switch. And then all of a sudden everybody's like. "Ah!" Yeah.
3: So I think I think you could I think you could get away with saying like these people have been here.
0: Yeah. hiding. Like the Atlanteans, yeah, because they're scared, um, and maybe they just had a little thing going on, and they thought, I yeah. don't know, I guess I'm different. Like I'm double jointed. It turns right. out yeah, when like they Gene ex-
3: Gray, Gene Gray, like part of Gene Gray's origin is that like once her telepathy
0: kicked in, like she couldn't stop. Yeah, she was in a hospital going nuts. Yeah, like because she could, and they just and, thought this poor girl's you know schizophrenic. Well, yeah, oh my god, and then this one know? guy,
3: this one kid, Hank, he looks like a monkey. You yeah, know? like. And like and all he like, did was like he was really good at
0: football. He was on the gymnastics right. team, you know. And,
3: and yeah, and so I think that you can you can say like, oh, these people were here being trained, right, and protected, and then there's an event uh, like an, an Avengers level event, and suddenly
0: the X gene wakes up, right? They pa- and they power up too, you know. And like
3: this, these things have happened, like in the comics. Like there's sure. like the rev- like uh, at the end of Avengers versus X Men where when hope, uh, like undoes the no more mutants thing. Yeah. Um, DC have- did it at the end of, uh, uh, in the invasion crossover. Yeah. Um, the, uh, dominators detonated a, a gene bomb. Right. Uh, on earth to try to kill all the superheroes and
5: all it
0: did was wake up the metagene the dominators are the worst nobody doesn't dominate like the dominators (laughs) they're they're not very good at it you named yourself the dominators and you're terrible at your job (laughs) but like the
3: dominators detonated this bomb and it woke up the metagene that just is in yeah like
0: 30 percent of all living humans right
3: And it's like, yeah, you can do that. Like, that's a story that's happened.
0: I think that'd be a clever way to do it. I would like to see that. And I think they they maybe have sown some seeds of that in this movie.
3: Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson.
0: Okay, back to our regular programming and voicemail time in the ziggurat.
6: Hey, my name is Ander, and I wanted to call in and... Give my answer for the question of the week. Now, hopefully nobody has said this so far in the in the program here, but uh my favorite one is the spot and what Mark Wade did in his Daredevil run. First issue, just Daredevil clocks the spot like it's just nothing. Super easy. And then as you're going through the series weird things are happening, crazy stuff's going on, and then finally you realize that the spot has been kidnapped by another dude and is basically being forced into some crazy chamber that allows this other guy to use his power to go on a crazy human trafficking kick or whatever. It's it's so dark. And you know what? Anybody who says that the Mark Wade Daredevil is too bright and shiny can go suck sewage because... The image of Coyote throwing meat to these head, bodiless heads to feed them while their bodies are off being trafficked is probably one of the creepiest images in, in recent comic. It's, it's, it's just messed up. And the Sam, the art being so light and colorful, it just makes it wacky. It's just, it's a crazy, crazy comparison there. Loved what he did with the spot. Great show, thank you. Andrew,
0: Andrew man, welcome aboard, buddy. Welcome aboard. I love that answer, and he's hundred percent right. There's people that bitched that the Mark Wade run was it was too bright, it was too shiny, but like that was the point. Daredevil was faking it, and if you read it, you can see Daredevil being like I'm gonna reinvent myself, and I'm gonna do it different, and no more dumpy Matt Murdock, and like the darkness that chases Daredevil was all around him, and he was lying to himself about it. The whole damn time. And he slowly figures out, like, this isn't me. I have to be who I am. I can't lie about who I am. I'm always going to be the Daredevil, dealing with these freaks, dealing with these monsters, dealing with my own Catholic guilt and shit. Like, it just slowly crept back in. It's a wonderful run of Daredevil. I love it. Loved it. Yeah, for show. Oh, great answer, Andrew. I
3: love that. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, you know what? If you've been listening for a while... What took you so long to introduce yourself? Guys? <laughs> Maybe he's a new guy. Who knows?
0: Whatever. Get to the discord. Get to the discord. Andrew. Yeah. We'd love to hang with if you, man. I'm already on the discord. Say hi. So I know that it's you. Speaking of the discord, we had an answer. Uh, where was it at? It was oh, Joe Reynolds. He said, I'm thinking I'm gonna miss the show this week. He's on the route to the airport. Yada, yada, yada. He want to mention a minor Spider-Man villain who has, who hasn't really been reinvented yet. James Beverly or overdrive. <laughs> Overdrive, yeah. Dude has the ability to soup up any vehicle limited only by his imagination, which I could argue could make you a god. <laughs> <But> <laughs> this is almost a Green Lantern level of power. Yeah. Well, he says, well, perhaps not equal in power, but equal in possibility. And what constitutes a, quote, vehicle? Could any mechanical device be enhanced with his powers, appliances, weapons, factories, Iron Man suit? waiting on the overdrive transformers crossover event. This character has so much potential just waiting to be unleashed. Yeah. Like what if he gets on an elephant? What happens?
3: (laughs) I mean, I would say an elephant, I I would say an elephant is not a vehicle. It's a living thing, but if if you're riding it, but I would say that, no, you you would not say a horse is a vehicle. No horses can be Uh, a vehicle. uh, They can take you from place to place. That's not what a vehicle is, Matt. (laughs) Um, But if you put wheels on, a skyscraper or (laughs) if you are uh, an iron man suit is definitely a vehicle i think uh it's a jetpack basically it's a fancy jetpack um and so yeah i think i think you're totally right i think he could do way better than just like having really cool cars
0: (laughs) so the definition (laughs) the webster's definition of vehicle is i don't care what a thing used for transporting people or goods especially on land a thing so I would argue horse's a thing, Joe. An elephant's a thing. You can ride an no. alligator. That's a thing. <laughs> right? You can ride it like sure. a skateboard.
3: <laughs> I'd like to see what kind of Cronenbergian nightmare Overdrive yeah. <laughs> comes up with when he's
2: like, I'm on an alligator. Let's see what I can do.
0: I love that answer, though. Overdrive. That's fun.
2: Deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time, the
0: two-headed nerd. Okay, Joey, time for our answers to the question of the week. What you got?
3: As with all questions of the week, I agonized because I was like, is this the right answer? Do I even have an answer? Is this the answer I would pick? Is it really my favorite? Blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly it came to me, a character that has been reinvented and is 800,000 times better than they were basically resurrected from the grave multiple times. Richard Ryder, a.k.a. Nova. Yeah. For sure. Um, Richard Ryder. Nova uh, debuted in the mid 70s um, in his own series. He was kind of like uh, if Spider-Man and Green Lantern had a baby he was like chosen by a dying dying alien. And granted great power. Where
0: have I heard something but, like that before? Are there any no, other right? characters? Like, that had- <laughs> it's,
3: Yeah. It's like a very Abbott and Sir Hal Jordan kind of relationship. Yeah. And then, um, but it also essentially he was Peter Parker.
0: Yeah. Um, he was like, it's what if Hal Jordan was Peter Parker?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. college kid, has yeah. goofy friends and blah, blah, blah. um, it lasted 24 issues before it was canceled. He came back to help Rom fight the war against the Dire Race. He lost his powers and was never heard from again until Fabian Nicieza brought him back in the pages of New Warriors. Number one and he became a, a character in that book and he was fine. He even had a revival. He got his own series uh, that didn't last very long. And then he got another series by Eric Larson, which was just like an updated version of the seventies uh, one, because Eric Larson is obsessed with the silver and bronze age. And so it was just like goofy nonsense. Yeah. And that book got canned after like nine issues. Um, and, yeah, so Nova, even though he kind of came back, he still didn't really set the world on fire until Annihilation. Dan Abnett, Andy Lanning, Keith Giffen, they brought Rich Ryder back as the savior of the Nova Corps. Well, actually, the Nova Corps gets obliterated, but he, uh, after the Annihilation wave, destroys Exandar, and kills all the other Novas, Rich absorbs the entire Exandarian world mind into his brain at great personal risk, and it turns him into basically a cosmic god. And that's, and then he helps turn the tide of the war, and then he gets his own series, uh, which is friggin' amazing, and then he slowly like rebuilds the Nova Corps, and it's great. Richard Ryder, Nova. He's awesome. And he's like still today, Nova shows up. It's a big deal. He's great. And he's well-respected. Yeah. He's like this seasoned military general. And yeah, all because uh, Night Thrashers threw him off a roof in 1990.
0: There you go. Hopefully we're getting him in, in uh, <laughs> Guardians of Galaxy 3. We'll see. I hope I so. I hope so too. I hope maybe we can give it a glimpse of him in the uh, Christmas special. Who knows? That'd be fun. That'd be Ooh. a great place to do it, right? Okay. My answer is Jack Flagg. Jack Flagg is a ridiculous character from captain america he Jack and <laughs> nice, his brother no.
3: he was he showed up in the nineties during the storyline where cap was dying yeah
0: oh the first appearance nineteen ninety four I thought he was from before that, but nineteen ninety four no. I guess so Jack and his brother Drake were members of Captain America's computer hotline network, and they created a citizen patrol group in their hometown of Sand Haven, Arizona, which cannot be a real place. No. <laughs> Jack and his brother got uh, mixed up with the Serpent Society, right? They foiled a bank robbery by one of the members of the <laughs> Serpent Society or something. They got taken captive, and while there, the Serpent Society had the same. Uh, Chemicals that made Mr. Hyde who he is. And they were trying to, they were experimenting on people, right? So Jack and his brother bust out, and Jack gets drenched in the actual chemicals and like turns into a beefy dude. Not like Mr. Hyde, beefy, who's like on the level of the Hulk. Type strong, but he gets stronger. Captain America. Yeah, like Captain America type thing, basically. He uh, then paints his hair red, white, and blue, wears a yeah. ridiculous costume, and runs around helping Cap.
3: He basically wears kind of like a grifter mask, right? Yeah. He, he's kind of like a a, a patriotic grifter. Yeah,
0: and it's, he's got a partner named Free Spirit.
3: <laughs>
5: yes, runs a lady. He's
0: yeah. a stupid, stupid character from arguably a terrible- Captain America. <laughs> time yeah, for Captain and- America. It was not good at all. Now, the flash forward to Civil War. They had the uh, Superhuman Registration Act was in place, right? Where Tony was on one side, Cap was on the other, and Tony was helping S.H.I.E.L.D. and everybody register, you know, all the superheroes, so, because, like, they're dangerous. We got to do it, right? Not everybody was on board, and Jack, Jack Flagg was one of them. It's was like, screw this. He was living in Cleveland at the time. He wasn't even heroing, just doing his thing. He's out of the game, right? And, the thunderbolts who at the time were run by norman osborne this was like when we were going through like dark avengers and you know uh, like all that shit where they replaced the heroes with bad guys so the thunderbolts at this time were bullseye uh songbird was leading the team Moonstone, Radioactive Man. So this is man. after Civil War because that didn't happen yeah. until – Yes.
3: That didn't happen until after Secret Invasion. Right. So Radioactive Man. The registered the Registration Act was
0: still a thing. Yes. Like, heroing was illegal unless you were a registered. Yes. Venom was there, but it was Mac Gargan. The Scorpion was wearing Venom Scorpion, at the time. Yeah. Uh, the Swordsman was there. Not that Swordman. This was Andreas Strucker of the Strucker Twins. <laughs> so, And then Penance, your boy – Robbie Brown was on the team. <laughs> Robbie Baldwin. Yes. Yeah. Um, Robbie Baldwin, Speedball wearing his spiky outfit. Yeah, so they are the Thunderbolts spiked codpiece are sent out to round up Superhumans who don't want to register. Like ones that we know where they are. Like, go get them just in case. And most of them are just like, fine, whatever, and give up. And like, well, we gotta go get Jack Flagg in friggin' Cleveland. This will be blah, what a waste of time. And they're all just like, give me a break. And so they show <laughs> up to go get Jack Flag, and Jack Flag kicks the shit out of all of them. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Like, just whips their asses, and we find out that yeah, Jack Flag really is, like, on the level of Mr. Hyde tough. He is a total badass. He just doesn't look like a Hulk. Yeah, he just doesn't look like it at all. He looks like a normal guy. And the only reason they, they are able to stop him is because, like, Venom breaks his back and leaves him paralyzed. Yeah. And they so they arrest him. They put him in the prison, in the negative in the zone. Negative zone. Yeah. yeah. At 42 was the name of it. Because it, it was, like, one of the... You know, Guess what? It was one of Reed's 100 ideas. Yes. Guess what? Terrible idea. Because you know who lives in the negative zone? Annihilus, right? Right. So Annihilus comes to attack the prison because he's just like, screw you. No, you don't just come in here and build stuff. This is my place. And all the villains that are like heroes and villains alike, these underpowered nobodies, are just like, we're going to die. We are straight up going to die. And Jack Flagg in his wheelchair is like, no, we're not. Trust me. I know what I'm doing here. I'm the smart I used guy. To be friends with Everybody follow me. And they all basically follow Jack Flag's battle plan and hold off Annihilus and his horde. <laughs> it
3: is yeah. His- and then he becomes a guardian of the galaxy.
0: Yeah. And then he became a guardian of the galaxy for a while. It's like he Jack- starts to feel much better backwise. Well, they fix him. The guardians they fix him. The guardians fix him so we can walk around. But what a Beautiful, incredible use of a stupid, stupid character. <laughs> like, yeah. I loved yeah. it. It was so great. You can you can read those. Uh, it was like Thunderbolts 110. You 110 know. is the first issue of yeah. the Norman stuff. 110, 111. And then it went on. Like War of Kings is where we saw we, he joined the Guardians and stuff like that. That would have been.
3: I think um in that Thunderbolts arc, I, I, we also got like a, a modernized, like less – horribly stereotypical version of the uh guy that was used to be called American Eagle right Yeah yeah he was great um, too yeah it was uh, yeah. That's a yeah. No, that's a fun arc for
0: that character. It was super fun because they were just is, going is out. Cool. They were going yeah, out cool. and arresting all these like D level Marvel characters, and we got to see like uh, most of them were just like, no, I don't. I'm not even a hero anymore. Like I don't do this. I was a dumb hero. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> like, I was Guardians of the Galaxy man. Volume Two.
3: We like they were. It's like uh, they arrested us one.
0: Uh, oh
3: no! <laughs> but, but I, you don't understand. I have a I have a license, but it's a CDL license. It's not. The right, but he could he can drive
0: any vehicle. <laughs> that was his thing. Yeah, so.
3: Uh, no, wait, you, uh, did, did they reveal
0: US One had powers? No, I Razorback, thought, it was Razorback could drive well, any vehicle.
3: Razorback has powers, but I thought maybe there was something about US One kind of like secretly having some sort of low level.
0: Power, maybe we'll have to dig into that on an episode remember. of Who the Hell Is This Guy? <laughs> so, all right, do we have a new question of the week?
3: Yes, I I have got a new question of the week here. Uh, there are several waiting uh, in the queue, and so thank you to everybody. But I I came across this one from a new question asker, which uh, I appreciate. <laughs> that's one way to. Um, that's
0: one thing to call him, I guess. A question a new, asker. I mean, he's,
3: it's not you know it's not the same old dudes. Which okay. I, like thanks thanks to the same old dudes for continuing to submit. But hey, we got a new guy here, new blood. Right on. Beezer Beezer twelve. <laughs> on Discord, which I I hope is a reference to the Key and Peele uh, East West College Bowl skit <laughs> and the, and the uh, football player named beezer 12 Washing Beard.
0: <laughs> it's gotta be
3: right What, what else could it be? Yeah. Uh, Alright, the question is this What is something you're okay with being hypocritical about in terms of comics? Or, you know, the nerd stuff, I guess uh, for example, this is Beezer 12's example. I absolutely hate that there are multiple variant and exclusive covers of every book. But when it comes to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> I still buy the A and B. And the retailer incentive covers when I can find them. They got you, man. So They've got what you. is what is uh, something that you generally dislike about uh, you know fandom, uh, nerdy type stuff, comics, whatever? But there's just one thing about it where it's like, yeah. Except I do kind of
0: like this part. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. that's fun. All right. Reveal your dirty secrets, nerds. Yeah, I've got some. I've definitely got some. Oh, that's fun. Okay, we'll do it next Saturday. Right here, we're gonna go full spoiler. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Go see the movie, okay? Because we need to talk about some stuff. Yeah, man. I got feelings and I need to feel them. Yeah. We'll be talking new comics on this week's review show. That's going to drop on Thursday. Watch for that. In the meantime, hang with us on the Discord. Call us at 402-819-4894. Leave us a message. Introduce yourself. And thanks for hanging out. Thanks for playing. Thanks for talking to us live. Always good to hang with you nerds. We do this to connect with yous so please connect with us yeah with you Ooh. with you guys yeah but for now we gotta get out of here my name's matt bomb my name's your patrick so what were you doing <laughs> dr- i was being dramatic <laughs> oh sorry. okay i thought you froze because you weren't moving either I
3: was, like... no, I was like i was seething but i guess that's <laughs> oh, okay. uh, that would only be clear on the on the visual yeah no I, I don't know if yet.
0: that's a really good audio uh, yeah video.
3: no sorry i was doing a, i was doing a batman
0: not a problem sorry. this is the uh, two-headed nerd signing off